gentlemen, welcome to Arrogance and Ales. I'm Faraz, he's JJ, that's Trevor. And once again, it's a it's back to being a weekly thing. I'm so happy. Oh man, Josh, how are you doing? I like it. Once again, JJ's soundboard has come back and this time actually you can hear it. Um, so, and here at Arrogance and Ales, we, uh, you know, we're here to talk about beer reviews and beer news. So, without fail, let's start. Who would like to, you know what, Trevor, you're already drinking, which is always appreciated. What are you sipping on? Um, sipping on a Great Notion Skywatchers. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, I, I, I bought it because it has tremendous reviews. Um, I, I It was a little pricey, but, you know. Yeah, it's got some cool, uh, cool artwork on there. I like it. Uh, yeah, and by great reviews. This is, uh, once again, in the land of very Spartan uh, untapped, so not unlike Josh. This double IPA was brewed with three of our favorite stars. Ugh, Skywatchers, huh? Citra, Galaxy, and Strata. It's a... Uh, Imperial IPA coming in at 8.2 percent, 314 check-ins. So this is pretty fresh good. off the presses. Pretty, 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 pretty good. <laughs> True, but you jumped before I was able to listen to the rating. <laughs> All right, but the rating is a 427. Hello. It went up since I checked it at, at noon today. It was 4.26. So <laughs> it's great. Person. It's juicy as all hell. It's uh, a lot of stone fruit coming through. Really like it. Oh, I didn't get the cat bunghole music going. Ah, shit. Brown Eyed Girl. We're going to do Brown Eyed Girl. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, there yeah, it is. That would have been perfect. <laughs> Just remember, three seconds or less. <laughs> Josh, what about yourself? What are you drinking today? Uh, obviously, some more of my shit, but actually Lost Taverns. Uh, collab we did, Wander Lost. Mm-hmm. Just got it. Joe's up here, dropped it off for me. No. Let's see what you wrote. A big tip of collab with our friends from I didn't write this. No? Okay. From Abomination <laughs> Brewing of North Haven, Connecticut. Man, F Death from Lehigh Valley. Bitch, because you grow up there. Don't forget your roots. Uh featuring a beautiful hop build of I have no idea how to say that hop, Josh. Um Kohatu. Yeah, that's how I would say it, I guess. All right. Me either. <laughs> Citra, Columbus, and a blend of amazingly aromatic New Zealand hops. We were so lucky to get our grips on. We're checking in at 10.5%. Wow, good boy. 245 check-ins, and you are at 426. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> it is only time for big boys today, kids. Well, Triple tell us Wednesday. about it. Show it. 
Uh, I'm trying to find the camera. It's fucking good. Drinks like it's like 7%. I have drank this beer. Straight up juice. It's like straight up juice. Tastes like pineapple, orange. There's tons of tropical shit going on. It's really good. Not as good as the seltzers they're putting out over there. I yeah, that. I mean, <laughs> I, the new Travis Scott, you know, agave seltzers are just killing it. <laughs> Does he have his own it's seltzer? Real, Is that the yeah. founder shit? It's a real thing. I don't know. I can't, I don't know. No, it's not. No, it's different from the founders stuff. It's a. Uh, it's called cactus. Cacti. Oh yeah, cacti. yeah, cacti. We talked about it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I keep every podcast I listen to is this Founders Masagave uh, seltzer now. Yeah, they're Brad's, I'm sure. Um, everybody, just so you know, smash that freaking subscribe button, smash <laughs> the like button. Please get involved. We love your support. Come on, Let's send us free shit. <laughs> 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 so I'm moving on to a very underwhelming style, according to Untapped, but it's a it's a beer that kind of grew me into craft beer, a style that kind of grew me into craft beer. It's a Weizenbach from Axe and Arrow. Axe and Arrow Stubborn Goat. Um, haven't had a Weizenbach in years, man, but I remember trying Moonglow, Free <laughs> Moonglow when it first came out. I loved it. Um, I haven't had one in years. I've been drinking a lot of hazy, so we're going to try something a little different. Okay, so we got a dark German wheat beer with a bready maltiness and notes of raisin. You're 6.7%. You have 111 check-ins. But a 3.82. And for a Weizenbach in a beer nerd's rating system, that's pretty damn good. Um, I will say it's um, – I, I wanted more of the of the wheat yeast. I wanted more of the wine stuff and yeast. Mm-hmm. It's great. I mean, it don't, don't get me wrong. It's, it's a good beer. But I just want more of that little – that banana cloviness from that, that wine stuff and yeast strain that I'm not really getting out of this. But it's good. Where are those guys from? Um, Axe and Arrow. Where are they from? Glassboro, Jersey. Glassboro. Oh, shit. Really? Wow. It's a really cool cool label. Check this label out. Oh, yeah. The label's awesome. Covered goat. Yeah, it's like a goat breathing steam or some shit. Yeah. I just had a really good Weizenbach from uh, Human Robot not too long ago. It makes some fucking awesome, just old school style beers over there. Well, I think they had the system. They still have the old system that was St. Benjamin or whatever, right? St. Ben from the old brewery that went under. It, they are set up to brew those traditional styles. They just happen to make fire other stuff, too. Yeah, they're fucking pilsners. Last time I got, like, a mixed case of lagers that they had, and everything was killer. By the way, I'm pairing it with a uh, Wood River Apple Smoked Sea Salt Gruyere. And look how marbly this cheese looks, if you can see it. Look at that smoky marbliness. That looks like a piece of marble. Oh, my God. <laughs> Can't wait to freaking try it. Like That's it. mold, JJ. <laughs> as long as it's on the outside, it's okay. Inside bad, outside. I am drinking. Sorry, not sorry. From Three Threes, our friends at Three Threes. 
And let's check the review here. Brewed with a plethora of oats, wheat, and then hit with lactose. Oats and wheat, sorry. And hit with lactose. Irresponsible additions of citra and sultana. Balanced with lactose and vanilla, pineapple, and blood orange. Delightful notes of creamsicle, pineapple custard, and orange and blood orange cupcakes. You are at 5.7%, just under 1,100 check-ins, and a 3.89. It is nice and hazy. And I may not necessarily always shout out for free shit, but uh, we'd really like to get on, uh, you know, I don't know, Radio Row for AC Beer Festival, 90 days away. Still available? Yeah, we're working our way towards it. We have, just so you know, guys, we, we have seven subscribers. We went from three to seven this week. We want to double it every week. We want to rock and roll with this, get to AC Beer Festival. <laughs> <laughs> listen, while we With that attitude, we're going to the fucking moon. Right? Listen, this is 100%. We got that in strong hands around here. Amen, bro. And, you know, we've had, we've had, we've, I think we peaked at about oh, just under 700 people watching at one time. So if, uh, you know, you I don't know. just uh, putting that on repeat all day, man, does not count. It does. It does. <laughs> I wish it did. I wish it did. It doesn't. It doesn't. Once you check, it doesn't get that in the room. You're like, I already know. It doesn't go up. <laughs> I know. I need to get my Russian bot game better. If I did, yeah. I'd have a PS5 too. Good lord. Just go on Wish, bro. Pay somebody five bucks and just. He's too busy on OnlyFans. <laughs> hey, man, they'll probably do it too. I don't understand why. Pay him enough money. Big bitch tits. I mean, but they do. So daddy's got to make a couple dollars. I got a little kid. We got to go to college. Uh, it's very nice. Heavy notes of pineapple and lactose. It's creamy. Yeah, I like it. All right. And I thought that was a soundboard for a second. I was like, what noise was that? <laughs> Let's check to see what's in the news. Our first topic is craft is off to a very impressive start in 2021. This segment is flying through the first couple months with dollars up just over 17%, with Fed, which puts it at a faster growth than imports, super premiums, and almost on the level of oh, FMBs. So that means for once, people are drinking craft almost as fast as they're drinking effing seltzers. Boo. <laughs> but you know what? It, it Not only are the dollars up, their share has been up. And their share is the largest. They are up. $0.37 and the next highest comes from super premiums and FMBs at uh, 24 which makes that awesome. Thank you people for finally understanding that in this time of the pandemic when you're sitting at home and you're just drinking and so you're not chilling out back and you know with all your bros hanging out trying to be cool with your seltzers that when you're alone and only you can see you're drinking the hazy boys. Cheers. Next good news. Small brewers set to get some relief from the Great American Rescue Plan. When they, when they pass this, 
there is a restaurant revitalization fund modeled off of last year's restaurant act which will create a 28 billion dollar program for hospitality businesses including breweries breweries with fewer than 20 locations can apply for grants covering the difference between 2019 and 2020 revenues with the maximum grants set at 20 million the grant program will also allow businesses that opened in 2020 to apply for grants to help cover the costs of eligible business expense incurred during that calendar year. Along with that, this will keep working. They will uh, they will keep working to pass the Restaurant Act uh, even more, which would provide 120 billion in funding for hospitality businesses, more than the, the 28 billion. That's a, uh, hey, people, say what you want, but it's going to save our breweries and it's going to save our restaurants and it's going to save a lot of small business, the places that are hurting the most, you know, you know, happy, drink local, drink often, and, you know. Does it say you have to prove hardship? Uh, it does not. It does not tell you about, oh, well, yeah, it, because the what you can you can apply for is the difference between what you made in 2019 to 2020. Yeah, because I I don't understand it because there was a trillion dollars left over in the last one that they didn't use because I don't know I I don't understand throwing more money at it and I I don't know I think we're fine we're going to be out of it soon and but whatever <laughs> trying to help exactly a little, a little yeah. too late exactly. but thank you thank you for cricket. <laughs> It's a little, but you know what the difference is, is that if you've lost money and you can apply and get it back and you're still hanging in, then you have the ability to launch. When, when stuff is going, you don't have to be like, well, I'm still tight with this cash. Can I, can I buy enough to produce a big enough order now that aluminum prices have gone up or mobile canning prices have gone up? You know? yeah, well, I mean, I feel I like at this point, if, if you're a craft brewery and you haven't adapted, uh, you know, we're, we're at a year, literally, this week, some yep. shit shut down. I don't know. Yeah, like, maybe it's, is it a terrible thing to think that maybe, like, places who went under rather quickly in this situation, maybe they maybe they shouldn't have been in business in the first place? I don't know. Like, yeah. I mean, like, that's my thought about it. You know, the, the ones that dropped out weren't ones that were producing really good beer. I can tell you that much. I think this, that's the first time, Trevor, you said something that I thought I didn't say, and you said. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was, kind of, it was kind of a difficult thing to say, so. That's <laughs> yeah, I mean, it sucks, like, to go out of business, for sure. I feel bad for those places. Yeah, but, for sure, yeah. You know, I've, the craft beer industry blew up when this, everything shut down. People were buying stuff and just drinking at home ten times more than they were drinking at bars, so. Yeah. You know, you, you got to adapt. And at this point, you're closed already if you didn't. So, yeah, I agree. But what it's saying is that maybe what you didn't do was you didn't, to keep your business, you didn't do a price increase. You kept your prices the same, but the costs rose. And this will help with, you know, that solve. But you're 100% right. If, you, if you're, you know, you've had to adapt by now. But I won't, I won't argue if I lost some money and then I'm going to come back 
And then now I can be like, okay, cool. Now I can hire everyone back. Now I can really start rocking and rolling. We can get federal government. They're like a bad ex-girlfriend, though. They were going to take some PPP stuff from them, and then a couple months later, they're gonna be like, "Remember when we helped you out? Come on, motherfucker! Like, don't take that dirty money." <laughs> bad ex-girlfriend. I like it. <laughs> All right. I, as always. I've gone drank faster than everybody else. So I am now on to my Ale Smith Speedway Stout. A very cans. Oh yeah. With espresso and Madagascar vanilla. I've been eyeing this. So uh, looking forward to hearing your review on this. All right. Creamy espresso and lush Madagascar vanilla add to the robust chocolate and coffee flavors Speedway fans already know and love at that classic. 12% 12% Imperial Stout Punch. That'll have you feeling just right. <laughs> there's four U's in the word just in this. I mean, there's not my that. I thought you were going to say juice. I was like, what is that noise? <laughs> I was like, for a stout? Wow, that's a weird-ass description. But all right. What did that used to come in? Was it 12 ounce or the 750s? 750s. I feel like it was the big ones, right? Yeah. Yeah. Was there uh, 22 is no as those awkward 22 ounces, wasn't it? I don't think so. I'm pr- I, mean, I think I- the variants the variants were only in draft. I, I'm pretty sure. I, I'm not, I mean, no. They I, made them. We didn't get them. We didn't get them, but they we made yeah, them. They would have released them at never gotten draft. I remember where the fuck Hop and Frog has if you've never been there, the most insane bottle list of all time. And they oh. had a shitload of just crazy Speedway stout bottles to try. I remember their vintage selections, insane. So we are. Pop and Frog, send us some stuff. <laughs> a little shout out there. There you go. Cheers. Uh, so. Just under 1,800 check-ins at 4.09. You smell deep and dark and rich and chocolatey. So self. <laughs> so I was expecting a little more vanilla. It's still, I mean, it's still just Speedway at the end of the day. So it's Speedway with a little extra coffee notes, obviously from the espresso. Um, the vanilla, instead of being an added flavor, was is much more of a softening agent for any of the harshness of the, the coffee and the espresso. Uh, it's still pretty damn good, though. And yeah, I have a feeling that if I drank a couple of these, especially at 16 ounces, whew, hi, boys. So what's, the, what's the APV on that again for us? 12%. Twelve. Yeah, all of them are. They're all 12%. Um, Why don't you... Yeah. Do the uh, hard pour that all the hype boys are doing. Oh, with this, because <laughs> I'm an adult and it's not a Spanish oh. cider that's made. I thought we were talking craft beer. Okay, <laughs> this is what people want, sir. Oh, I'm sorry, and I don't pour it all one inch of beer and fucking yeah. seven inches of. All pepper, right, right, all right, all right. <laughs> no, wrong. <laughs> 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 All right, I'm moving on to uh, Myers Creek Chasing Goosebumps. Um, 
Meyer, M-E-I-E-R apostrophe S Creek chasing goosebumps. It's um, a sour with blackberry, pineapple, and strawberry. Typically not a sour guy, but you know, try something different. That is the full description already that you've just said. But they really expanded on it. Oh yeah. It looks <laughs> uh, JJ, did Billy Kay turn you on to this? No. Now I will say it's rather active. Wow. Oh, wow. Rather active. So, uh, yes. Wait, that not that many people. Can. Yeah. Not that many people have checked this in. Just over 100 with 101 check ins. 3.97, 5% ABV. What's the actual style of it? This beer is hard to find. The guy who sells it to us, like, comes in a UFO and, like, beams down. And like comes in and he gives us samples and then we're like yeah we'll take two cases of each and then leaves JJ knows. Yes, <laughs> really. Well, where is he based out of? Pretty awkward. Um, uh, Walmer's Walmersdorf beverage. What the fuck is that? It's <laughs> <laughs> not even a I word. Think, we think it's near Reddy. That's why it comes into a phone. And it's just this dude driving around with the van. <laughs> I will say. Um, it kind of tastes, do you know what a, uh, an unripe raspberry tastes like? like yeah. Tart, but tart, but you have that raspberry flavor. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's, that's what it tastes like, which isn't bad. It's, I mean, it's, it's good. interesting for a beer that doesn't have any raspberry in it. Josh, it's listed as a fruit. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. Uh, is there like lactose in it and shit? Like no, that's, that's it's the actual untapped. Sour as hell, dude. It is like yeah. a two. It's a two on the pH scale. Oof. Yeah, buddy. It sounds bad. Yes, it's, it sounds it's great. Painful. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love it. Uh, it's go. weird that it's so uh, fucking overly carbonated. Like, uh, seems like some <laughs> post fermentation additions to me. Yeah, oh, I think a lot of those. We had we had one today. It was uh, Mason Aleworks Naughty. It came in a week before Christmas. Ooh, uh, that would have been a good soundboard bite right there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Mason Aleworks Naughty. My Naughty baby. With some Austin Powers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, anyway, I said to Trevor, I'm like, yo, you got to – this. Thing, it was tight as hell. The can was tight. You knew it was ready to blow. It's oh, like shit. two and a half months old. Not old, right? And there's no, but shelf stable beer is hard to find right now, especially in small craft. So he Holler at me. So, Trevor, tell him how it freaking took off in the ballyard yard when you threw it up. Oh, what oh, a I was about to say, I hope you threw it. Yeah, what a cr- it, 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 it hit just right where it like bounced across the road. I had to go out and search. No for fucking it. way, really? <laughs> over the fence. Over the fence. Ballyard. That fence is. You don't have a video of this? We have a video of it, yeah. Yeah, there's oh, video nice. of it. Oh, oh God. Oh, that's we're fucking. Gonna we're gonna post this. That needs to be like a reoccurring thing. Like, yes, I want to yes. see this. Like, yeah. It's gonna be. It's gonna I'm, be Trevor, Trevor's we, weekly we, weekly yeah, toss. A, a, a beer bomb of the week. Every week we should. There's <laughs> yeah. definitely enough. No, we, we can beer. Yeah, we that, can. Oh, that would be so fucking funny. Yes, dude. Yeah. Yeah, like I get it. Like not everybody has pasteurizers, but then don't fucking. 
like th- that shit should be dead. You should it should not still be fermenting when you put it in cans. We are lucky enough to be able to pasteurize all those sours so we can make like the thickest, fruitiest fucking thing possible and then just kill everything and just stop the flavor. Like, nope, this is what it's going to taste like forever. Not a lot of people can do that, unfortunately, but then don't fucking try and make those styles and distro them. You know, keep them cold and sell them directly from your tap room if that's what you're doing. And tell people like, this shit's going to fucking explode. And he, they are, there are, I was down the Palliard today. I was on a conference call with, with the, our state organization. I'm on a conference call. It's a beautiful day. I'm getting some sunlight and I'm sitting there and some, we had some cans that we were afraid of in the store because they were just missiles laying on the shelves. You know what I mean? So we have, <laughs> it was prime and, launch day. Yeah. yeah it was so the I'm weather. <laughs> and I hear this boom. I'm like, what the, what was that? <laughs> It was a can just exploding next to me. You know what I mean? It's epidemic anymore. It's epidemic. Well, That's crazy. Yeah, I agree. I agree 100%. Don't fish for that shit. I mean, listen, I always appreciated uh, Magnified Brewing Company. When they did their first one and they didn't have a pasteurizer, they literally trade named proof. the beer Trade Proof. Because yeah. they were like, listen, if you do not keep this cold and it said it right on the can, it will explode. And I was like, yes, thank you. Like, uh, you know, just we're, we're laying our cards on the table. Like, you got to keep this cold. If not, it's going to go. You shouldn't distro it. If it's, if it's going to be a problem, don't distro. Ooh, what you got there, Trevor? What you got? Right. I'm, sticking with, <laughs> I'm sticking with Great Notion. This is the RBG, the Ruth oh, Bader nice. Ginsburg beer. I love the fact she has got these hot hitters. All right. We brewed this tart ale with raspberry, blueberry, and guava in honor of the late, great Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Proceeds from the initial sales of this beer will be donated to the ACLU. That means already (laughs) we already did that and we're making all the money now. You have 717 check-ins, a 4.26. We are drinking bangers today. I would just like to say that this smells so good. Like, oh, it just smells delicious. Mm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's 9%. It's just, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. Yeah, and I don't think, I don't think it's 9%. Okay, JJ. I'm just I don't say so- it's 9%. <laughs> But man, it is very uh, lots of berries going on here. I really but taste the raspberry. It's a good balance between sweet and tart. Yeah, very good. It's, I'd say it's more tart than sweet, but I like it that way. It's good. It's really good. Yeah, awesome. I like hearing that. Josh, did you grab a second? Yeah, the, the fucking artwork, man. I gotta grab one of those just for the can label. Oh, it's good, man. It's good. Yeah, I don't remember what I drank last week. Uh, you, drank <laughs> ast- you drank your astronauts, John, and made all of us oh. jealous. Oh, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, <laughs> right, I know. Well, I'm going <clears throat> to drink some uh, still social distancing. Oh! Literally all I fucking have in my fridge. <laughs> you got Cardi B over here. <laughs> 
All right, uh, Josh, I very much love your description of this beer. Would you like to, would you, do you know what it is? <laughs> Dude, I have zero idea. Yeah, there's none. There's just none. Uh, there you go, all right. <laughs> Fucking drink uh, it or don't drink it. I don't give a shit about your collective narrative. You'll figure it out. Make your own fucking description. Um, um, wait, I have to go look up. So this is the same beer, right? Or is it a different beer? Uh, it's tweaked a little bit. Okay. Um, I, shit. This number is big. What the hell is Why, that rate? That rating, though, is that what you're talking about? Yes. Yeah, dog, we don't fucking play around. Like, what are you? What? All right, hold on. All right, anyway, so it's a double IPA brewed with uh, Mosaic, Enigma, Strata, Motueka, and Citra. So it's just banger, 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 banger. I mean, we, we, it's the original batch, and then I think we added uh, Citra to this one and just tweaked it, dialed it in a little bit. Uh, this is like probably one of my favorite IPAs that we've ever made. So just, just for a little pissed off here, just so you know. He's I mean, yes, of course I am. I am because I, I got I got no social I got no still. I got no I got no astronauts. I got nothing. I got nothing. You know, I'm not you gonna guys say might that, get astronaut ice cream, but it might have sold out. I'm not I'm not gonna say that maybe unfortunately a person that I'm less personal friends with came up this weekend and brought me a case of beer from his brewery. I thought you were gonna say abomination. That would have been funny as hell. It would have, I would have laughed my ass off. <laughs> no problem. I got you a case of abomination, bro. You gotta try this shit. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. But uh, so let just 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 for uh, the record, kids, social distancing has just over forty six hundred check ins, and it rates a four one four. Wow. Still, social distancing has four hundred and ten check ins, and it's a four three nine. Woo! <laughs> Dialed no. in. I need the I need the Ric Flair. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Write it down. Oh, okay, JJ, go ahead. Pull it up. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. <laughs> I agree. I agree, JJ. I agree. Well, so the All first right. social distancing too. Everybody that we that was with like fifteen breweries. So fucking everybody was just untapping random breweries versions of it that they weren't drinking so that definitely <laughs> affected that or initial rating like, that guy's no social distancing i don't know where i got this shit from it's the same thing with like black is beautiful people would be untapping all these like crazy black oh, is beautiful. Yeah. Like, where the fuck do you get that but you that's not the one you're drinking or i like, voted the I Voted series. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, Everyone's untapping all these crazy brewery ones. I'm like, no, you're drinking, like, probably the Tired Hands one. Like, what are you talking funk. About? Funk. You're probably drinking or Funk. The Funk one. Lucky. Like, yeah, shut the or, fuck up. If you were lucky, you drank the EQ one. That's about it. That's the list. By the way, guys, oh. I'm not drinking this. Oh, oh shit. Oh, he called oh, man dude. down, man down. <laughs> I was gonna say like a toilet flush sound, but that's way too harsh. We can't. Oh, no. Ha ha. All right. While JJ's looking for another beer. No, no, hold on, hold on. I want to oh. say something. Oh, oh, so sorry. Ooh. No, no, no. Travis, I want to depress. Shut the 
fuck up. I just can't. <laughs> Come on, Fraz. Get away from the Seltzers are in. <laughs> okay, wait. How do you spell cacti? Is it like normal? C-A-C-T-I. Yes, C-A-C. Wonderful, wonderful, clear you. Um, no color. Who makes it? Is it uh, literally Travis? No, it's not Travis Scott. It's uh, produced by <laughs> Meadow Creek Beverage Company. It's cacti. It's an agave spiked seltzer. Look at that. Look at that color, man. It's beautiful. <laughs> is there fruit? Is a uh, <laughs> agave flavored? Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's just sugar. Cheap. It's just. It's yeah. just sugar. Yeah. It's fucking. Is they fermentable? Yeah. Yeah. That's why, like, they. That's the main ingredient in tequila. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm just. <clears throat> yeah. But, I mean, it doesn't give off, like, flavor. It's just fucking yeah. sugar. So, what does that taste like? Just alcohol? <laughs> I don't know. Though, alcohol? Because, <laughs> look, vodka. I mean, tequila, I don't know. Tequila definitely has a taste. Tequila yeah, it's got like a flavor, right? Like so, agave tequila. Yeah, but I, that, I think they, I'm sure they put something else in there. But I'll tell you what, agave. It's good for. I, I could, I could take that as a palate cleanser in between beers, like a shot of it in between beers to cleanse my palate, and then have another beer to clean my palate. <laughs> That's the best you can come up with. Yes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Does Travis Scott have a song about it, or probably? Yeah. Oh, you know, you know, he's not dumb. He's gonna rap about it like on, like Jay Z and on Adele, like Puffy and Scott. Like, so on that downer, let's just keep going down. The bad news for JJ and I: most craft consumers favor broader direct-to-consumer beer privileges and sales. A case is mounting in broader direct shipping privileges for alcohol beverage producers. A huge number, 84% in a recent survey of craft beer drinkers say they drink who drink who say they drink at least one per month. What the hell is that? You're not a craft beer drinker if you drink one per month, it's one per week. So uh, this, is a, this is a real small sample data. I mean, this is really small, I would assume. Uh 2,000 people. Yeah, okay. It's not that small. Uh, in 13 states. Uh, that's, showed small, about, that's, small, that's a small sample. Yeah. 30% of those people identify themselves as regular craft drinkers. And brewers and regulators have a great opportunity to learn from the success of the $3.7 billion direct-to-consumer shipping channel that has grown over the past 15 years. Public support and usage picked up during the, the pandemic. Really? Three-fourths of regular craft beer drinkers said they have interest in having beer shipped directly to their homes due to the pandemic. That's perhaps no surprise, but the survey found that just under half, 48%, ordered direct-to-consumer, direct to but that number ticked up 3% during the pandemic. Those figures are a little bit lever lower than the 57% of people who say they have ever done it. Survey uh, also revealed two, two key consumer interests. First, travel. 
78% of craft drinkers wish they could purchase a beer they tried while traveling, but can't because it's not distributed to their market. Second, and the highest is 80% trial of, of craft beer drinkers said they would be more likely to just try new brands if they were shipped directly. These track two, the two key aspects that are in the wine shipping. <coughs> so this is interesting. Brewery interest, a small group of brewers ship more interested in, in DD uh, than third parties. The, they, they, now they also they surveyed 141 brewers in 38 states and feel that, for instance, 80% of responding breweries said they do some sort of direct sales with to-go sales and taproom brew cub sales uh, reported, a little less than a quarter of the breweries say they deliver the beer themselves while just 13% are shipping. Almost 90% of these breweries say that those DTC are focused on home sales and 60% of them saw increases during COVID-19. And the number that are interested in increasing to this is about 13 to 14%. What do we think about this? I think when people get a reality check about how normal life was, it's not going to be an issue. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. I think that number is going to go down as soon as life goes back to normal. <coughs> I think now, a lot of people are just going to be like, let me get the fuck out of my house and go somewhere. I agree. But don't you think that, like, okay, but Josh, you remember back in the day when almost nobody knew about it, I was getting beer shipped in, and it was mostly for the exact reason they said, for trial. I would go get beers that we couldn't get in our area that were only available on the West Coast, and I found a company that would ship them in, and I was getting stuff just because I was like, well, I want to try this so unbelievably bad, and I can't. There's no... I agree with you that what will happen is, say, in PA, almost all the breweries in PA ship now. I think a lot of them will be like, hey, we're going to ship or they'll ship a limited amount once it goes back to normal because they're going to have so much more business in their tap rooms or through limited distro or however they're doing it. But I think that the floodgates have opened a little bit in being like, well, this brewery in Massachusetts, in Connecticut, that I can't touch, we'll ship it to my house. So send me that shit. I want it in my mouth. And I think that's a little genie out of the bottle, but I think that's a lot more of proof, proof of life or proof of concept to be like, well, cool. Wait, we're looking and seeing that we have all these sales in Pennsylvania for this Massachusetts brewery. Why don't we just distro to that brewery, like that area, so we can actually make serious cash and not have to worry about all the yeah, overhead. I don't I don't think I, I, I think it all comes down to the geeks on untapped that want some rare shit. And and when does that when does that start to fade? So it's a small sample of people that will order beer from a brewery. And then the brewery has to decide whether it's economical for them to package the beer and to ship it because it costs a lot of fucking money to ship that beer, to fucking package it, to ship it, label it. It's, it's, it's not cheap. Now, you know, I, I think let them go through the pains, man. That's what I think. 
Well, yeah, I was going to say too, coming from the brewery standpoint, first of all, your capacity hasn't changed. The only reason that people turn to this model is because now the, you know, 10 barrels a week that were being drunk uh, by consumers in your bar, now that has to be sent out directly and exactly what JJ is saying, adding all these extra costs and all this other bullshit and actually physically sending the packages, which is a fucking nightmare. So <clears throat> I don't know. I think a lot of the breweries that are, you know, like tired hands, they're completely not open inside at all at either of their locations, like fermentarian, which is huge. Think about how much beer they sell through that spot. They're not going to fucking keep shipping beer after this opens back up. Like it just doesn't make sense for a lot of breweries. I think some people that it that can do it will do it but i think when the world opens back up that number of sending stuff out is going to go right back into the tasting room where the money is really at you want to come on the consumer on the consumer's end they're paying almost more for shipping than they are for the beer they're buying like you're not going to want to keep doing that i wouldn't want to keep what, what like to get a tired hands box or anything? Isn't it like twenty some bucks? I haven't bought any. I haven't got anything directly sent, but I've like looked and I was like, "Fuck, that's yeah, crazy." Pretty expensive. Like anything, and it's like capped, right? Like half limit. A lot, like half case limit. Yeah. A lot of them are doing. Like, yeah. So one of my Trillium was doing that, right? Yep. I think there are like eighteen pans or something like that. They're allowed to send or. Well, there are some breweries now. There are some breweries now that are going distro. So, it's because they the, the COVID has has stopped their line life and they're going more distro, right? So now these breweries, because they get the big money at the at the at the line life, they go distro and they still want the big money. So they're not willing to work the margins backwards for the three tier system. They want retailers. To limit their margins, right? Wait, wait. You guys, you guys should make less money because we want to make more money. That's bullshit. That's I think that's going to go back to normal too. Yeah, I that think. will go back to normal. And that because that's, that's think about the- you going to drink a couple beers, you're going to leave with a four pack or two. There's no need for that distro. That type, that type of arrogance. I think it's arrogance too. That type of arrogance won't last long. Well, I'm pro arrogance. That's I'm just. <laughs> I know you are. <laughs> pro arrogance. Too. I. Uh, I don't know. I. I don't know. Like I know that I have moved past the line life phase of my life, but I don't know how much people are going to want to do it anymore. There's a lot of great beer. There's a lot of beer now that you can get direct to consumer. There's a lot of great beer you can just get on the shelves. So I think when everything opens back up again, I'm not 100% that there's still going to be three-hour lines in places. And I, I hope it doesn't actually happen because it sucked. It was always horrible. And second, in uh, Trevor, on your cost, a buddy of mine just ordered eight bottles from a brewery in Brooklyn. Eight bottles. $55 in shipping. Eight bottles. Dude, what a deal. <laughs> oh, you're such a brewer. Oh. oh. All right. Incredible. 
All right. That's incredible to get sent one state over. Wow. <laughs> there's a hundred percent. There's zero. Like you're making, there's don't tell me that that's the cost. Cause I know it's not. It dude, pack, yo, packing peanuts, dude. Fucking <laughs> dollar, <laughs> fucking like dollar store ice packs, man. Like, do you no. know what those are? Uh, honestly, the peanut, the peanut, what Throw kind of peanuts do you use? Do you use the plastic peanuts or the rice peanuts? <laughs> I have no idea what kind of packaged peanuts we Because the rice peanuts you can eat, they disintegrate. You can eat those. Honestly, fruits. I'm I'm looking at these looking at these numbers. Oh, I'm dude, that's food. a good deal. Then you get some free food. Here's a bunch of snacks. <laughs> like rice cakes, high in fiber. <laughs> but if you're like, if you're one of these dudes that used to like uh, mule beer down from like Massachusetts all the time, you're looking at these shipping numbers. I'm like, man, I these guys were asking for way too little money apparently for this stuff because. They weren't making out the way the uh, shipping services are. So somewhat. So the somewhat. Cool factor. Shipping is expensive as fuck. I remember like trading days, sending stuff to Cali and be like $35. I'm like, what the fuck? It's like eight cans. Really? So I have a buddy who, who used to go and still, even during the pandemic, would do not the line life, but the ticket life. And he the other day ordered. And I was like, for fucking real? And he goes, bro, it was $30 to ship. And I go, okay, that's a number. And he goes, but in my car, plus the toll, just think of the tunnel each way is 26 bucks total. So what he's tunnel? like, the, 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 the Holland Tunnel or the Lincoln Tunnel, they're both 13 bucks each way. So it's, you know, he said it's, it's, it's break even, if not a little bit better, because so, I don't have to drive four hours, you know, two hours there, two hours back. So I, I get it. But that's still just a god dang number. Now, moving on, kids. I am drinking Field. Oh, wow. Uh, I have a lot. I really want this beer to be good. Like, not even a little. I want it to be excellent. Lower your expectations, Roz. Lower your expectations. I know, I know. But like, oh, man, that would have been a good lowered expectations. You guys remember that from fucking Mad TV back in the day? <laughs> Where's that sound bite? That's what we need. Every time you drink a beer that's got a high-ass rating, and then it's just bland, that's lowered expectations. Man, I'm enjoying my Travis Scott cacti, so... You're just Dude, you're not. pounding it. Holy shit. <laughs> I'm pounding a four-percent seltzer. Who's with me? <laughs> All right. So then let's go with this. So again, Forest was one of my favorite beers. I very much love it. It's my favorite beer from them. So let's see. This is Field from New Trail. Field is a hazy triple IPA brewed with lush oak malts, sprawlingly hopped with mosaic, cashmere, and Columbus. Expect the deep notes of stone fruit, bright apricot, and citrus. Enjoy this looking out over an expansive view. Expensive or expansive? Expansive. Come on, player. Yeah, expensive too. Whatever. Smells good. Oh, please be good. Oh, God. Oh, yes, sir. Oh, <laughs> oh. it is. Oh, it, it don't. It don't play though. It bites. It doesn't bite with the 10%, uh, 10.7% alcohol. 
It has 218 check-ins at a 4-2-5. It is uh, ripe, and it might be a little green, but that also might be the 10%. Um, What's that package date? This week. Friday. Or Thursday of last week. So what is that? A week. Almost a week. Today's Wednesday. Yeah, it's a week. It's March 3rd. Uh, March March fourth. So, yeah, okay, 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 okay. So wait, that that's like got a bitter bite to it. Ten point seven percent bitter. Yes. Yes. Hold that up to the camera. Hold that up to the camera. Yeah, it's yeah, it looks that's nice. Looks bitter. I have a can of fridge, so you're telling me I should let it sit for a little bit? No, no. No, 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 no. Drink it. I have a, yeah, drink it. Because I have a feeling that a lot of the really nice pillowy feel to it will become a malt backbone when it gets old. Now, it's brand new and it's super fresh and it's awesome. But as all of these triples do, because they're just high in ABV, once the hop notes start to fall, they just become, you know, like a multi. I mean, even Josh, you got to admit, drink a uh, drawing a blank a month or two later. <laughs> Not again. I don't even. I don't even, <laughs> I don't even classify it as malty. I think it's got like a musty, shitty fucking taste to it. Ooh. I don't like. I don't like old IPAs like that that are meant to be tropical, fruity, and have that you know beautiful taste to it. As soon as they have thirty to sixty and then ninety days, you can taste that that mustiness that grows in the beer. And I, I call it. It's not malty. malty You're right. I, I totally agree with you about the musty thing. Like it's just like it's like somebody poisoned the well, man. It's not yeah. it's not good after a while. I'm sorry, Josh. Did you just shit on your own beer, by the way? <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. 100%. <laughs> that one's dead, and it's never coming back. <clears throat> uh, I'm moving on to uh, second setting from Half Acre Double IPA. Hold on, Ooh. hold on. Uh by the way, Josh, that just means you grenaded a beer that has over 3,500 check-ins. <laughs> it's still a four. A four on Untapped. <laughs> I know for you, that's trash. You're like, you garbage. Toilet flushing sound. Delete it. Dump it. <laughs> that four-star trash. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking rookies. I remember I when I made my first beer. All right. Half Baker's second setting. Okay, this is a super long description, Half Acre. Oh, boy. This one strikes. Flashback to early Vallejo with much deeper mm. representation of Nelson and indeed intensity. And if that's true, I need to freaking drink the two that are in my fridge. Yeah, I want this. Uh, the Nelson that's hops like my favorite. Nelson Hops uh, Variato continues to be a favorite at our brewery. The white grape and spectrum fruit notes cast a very different appreciated experience. Much like a Marlboro-grown Sauvignon Blanc grapes, you're hit with a fun house of flavors that are tough not to enjoy. Second setting lays into that house and opens all that Nelson and has to offer. When when they are fresh off the boat from New Zealand. I was calling the dude on the can while wearing a wolf's head. 
later in life northern transplant rob a later in life northern transplant to tucson where he discovered the alternate side of consciousness it's not too late to completely bend your reality if you're looking for it enjoy second setting what, what the, the fuck? Drugs Did Bill Murray wrong? from Caddyshack write this fucking description? <laughs> what does any it's of that a, even mean? It, 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 it's a blend of, uh, of yeah. uh, Northern Pine and Kentucky Sawgrass. After you put on it, you can smoke it. Uh, right. right. I didn't even know on Taps like you put that much of a description in there. Like, what the fuck was that? It's two fucking paragraphs. Right? <laughs> oh, oh. Jesus Christ. So, so I get, I get bubblegum. I get oh. a little honeydew. I get mm. I get not a lot of honeydew, a little bubble gum and white grape. It's really good. It's really good. Let me see you that have. can. What's that? Let me can. see that can. Show me your cans. Ooh. Yeah, it just yeah. Vallejo is like one of my favorites. Yeah, but, and they grenaded hey. that. It's now uh it's now just a limited. Uh really? Yeah. 3,200 check-ins, 416 for 3,200 check-ins in a nationally distributed brand that's shelf-stable. Hey, I love that. Baby. I mean, once again, kids. They kill it. We're in, we're in, we're Josh would grenade that fucking beer. <laughs> <laughs> like 416. Fuck this. Beer. <laughs> fucking I remember my beer. <laughs> no half acre they're, they're great because they'll be in some rant well you know pre-pandemic they'll be in some random ass dive bar they'll show up and it's like oh thank god at least there's something i know that's gonna be good dude there are private clubs in the lehigh valley that run daisy cutter and it always just makes me smile where it's like Bud light miller light victory hop devil uh guinness another good one Yingling, and then I'm like, I'm sorry, Daisy Cutter? Yes. <laughs> yep, give me that. Yep. Oh, it's yeah, so you. good. You. Whew. I will say, Trevor, this beer is an ass kick, though. It doesn't hide the 10%. It's yeah. nice. I felt, that way about, I felt that way about Mountain. I thought Mountain was very boozy. Yeah, I, it's not. I didn't enjoy that too much because of that. I don't, I don't find it boozy because when I taste something that's boozy, it's that like, Josh, I don't know. It's like that fuselage taste, like that, like that taste of alcohol. It doesn't have that, but I just, when I'm finished with it, like when it just sits on my palate, I'm like, oh yeah, this is going to hurt when I stand up. Yeah. I agree though. I think, I think, yeah, that, the forest was too boozy. Mm -hmm. yeah. No, no, no. I don't know no, if no, I really no. had anything from Force. No, the the triples come out once a quarter, uh, and uh, you know I'm 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 in the tank for them. I've never once hidden that fact, but it's a uh, it's it's an excellent excellent beer. Trevor, did you move on to another one, or are you just sitting there with your RBG? I'm just enjoying RBG. enjoying his um his brown eyed girl over there. That's for a different podcast. I was just going to say to you. <laughs> yeah, we should uh, all do a, a case race podcast with a new trail case of those uh, those rando collabs that they have. There you go. Get, uh -huh. get them on board, Fraz. That's your boy. 
But, I mean, they don't answer they, my emails. They, they come. <laughs> wait, they come on for both. They've come on for both already. Like, yeah, already in, no, man. have them come on. Let's everybody just hey, hey, drink quick. through an entire case. Case race. Yes, do it. They, uh, <laughs> be so bad. Aren't they like 12% fucking stouts in there? And yeah. Yo, it's fries. Do you deliver up them. north? Do you live New Trail up north? No. You don't. Okay. I got a story for you later. Right. You don't <laughs> take them to the Poconos? <laughs> no. You don't... That's a different wholesaler. Not I said the fly. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, uh, Poconos? Special retailers. Oh, no. Yeah, not Poconos either. No. For who? Just in general or? No, for, for New Trail, that's not all. Thought I had somebody else. Who? Let's just, let's just say let's just say Lehigh Valley or the Pennsylvania the Pennsylvania brewery site, whatever the hell it is, the where they shit on the <laughs> breweries and PA. Brewery, yeah, I don't follow <laughs> really I don't care. Yeah, that shit's a very careful, thing. they can cut no our throats. Cool thing, guys. I don't care. So evidently evidently some retailer up there really didn't want it after after it was shit on and sent back after he bitched about not getting enough and got twice the amount he should have. Why do I think I know who this is? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Honey Brown. Oh, you're going retro. I was thinking that. Like from Dundee? From who? No, it's from Genesee. I was just going to say, oh, really? We're drinking a Jenny? All right. Okay. Genesee Honey Brown. Uh, there is literally no description. We have <laughs> 12, 12, just over 1,200 check-ins, 4.5 ABV, and you're topping in a whopping 3.5% there, guy. Damn. Um, that's not, that's kind of respectable for a... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> no. 3.5% for a brown ale, that's... Insane. Oh, it's it's four point five percent. It's three point five oh, okay. uh, rating. Oh, all right. I was like, what the fuck? Did they classify this as a brown ale? Is that what the, is that what it is? No, it is classified as an amber lager, even though it is called the Genesee Specialty Honey Brown Lager, and they classify it themselves as an amber lager, which makes zero goddamn sense to me. But hey, well, brown brown lager probably doesn't exist. Yo, when that came out, it was like it was cool to drink. You know, when that when that came out, it was really cool to drink. When JW does this the eighties or Yeah, yeah, yeah. When, yeah, when JJ used to roll a pack of cigarettes in his fucking sleeve. What are you talking about? <laughs> God. The year was remember, the year was nineteen eighty seven. They were great times. They were great times. Didn't you be able to go to the Jenny Brewery and just fucking drink for free like the entire time? Yeah, it was something dude, absurd. Other, it was like other half did a collab with them, man. That was cool. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. They made a cream ale, right? Yeah, yeah they did. They made yeah. a cream ale. Uh, yeah, I would be all about that. Yo, Genesee, if you guys are watching, that'd be awesome. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> be all about that shit. <laughs> Oh, all right, gentlemen. Let's see what's our last topic of the day. Remember the name Smooge. Ah, it's imprint, right? Oh, that's what. No, they're Smoogey, so they're definitely going to get a cease and desist 
right quick. <laughs> Which one? This becomes national. Oh, no, no. So, have you ever heard of a hard seltzer smoothie? The year-old brand from Ann Arbor, Michigan, has reached viral success and could show up in a market near you shortly. What in the world is Smooge? Is an innovation of Ann Arbor-based Holmes Brewing is anything but your average hard seltzer. It is basically a combination of two of the hottest styles in beer right now. Heavily fruited beers and seltzers. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Back up. Hang on. Free Will was doing this two years ago. Yes, yes. <laughs> what was that stuff called, JJ? It was uh, Smooge. It was something like that. I can't well, remember. They the also was. Put... They came out with a seltzer that was like 250 calories a can. Oh, it was terrible. It was terrible. It was the worst. But they, they also put fucking lactose. Yes. And all this yeah. other shit in there. Yes. This is just fruit. That's their thing. It's real First fruit. First of all, the name smooth seltzer. sounds smooth. like something. Smooge sounds like something that came out of porn. Well, yeah. Pamela Anderson's brewery is based out of Ann Arbor and they fucking make delicious sours and seltzers, right? Damn, Um, Andrew. Damn. (laughs) But that's their whole thing is like fucking real fruit, (laughs) real smoothies. Uh, 7,000 calorie can. I think uh, Omnipoyo and Untitled Art. There's another. What's that? Pollo? Uh, Omni chicken? No, it's Omni Polo. No, it's single chicken. And I kind of know, but whatever. He's in the know. He's in the know. Clever dog. You know, I just like a nat 12% like every day, but whatever. It's fine. You're right. Omni Polo, uh, single Polo, (laughs) the Ralph Lauren guy. No, they did something with like Untitled Art, and I think it was a smoothie seltzer as well. That didn't blow up as much as the smooge. Their branding's dope, I will say. Smooge. Just super simple, super fucking sticks out. Their cans are sweet. And it's like carbonated fucking 900 calorie food. Free will was smooge. I don't think it was. I don't think it was. You remember when we had Great great South Bay? We had peanut butter. Yeah. But it is actually Omni Poyo, so I'm told. But these guys are gypsy brewers and they have no brewery of their own. And rather, you're right. The fuck? Poyo? This just broke my heart. Like, so I, I am broken. I'm broken. Oh, was that my boy? I've never met him. I'm just kidding. I'm... <laughs> yeah, I can't. <laughs> I just broke. Poyo? Poyo? I am. I did get to brew just... to do with Dugas, which was dope. That's like right, right below. Now, there you go. It's fine. They have dope names like Magnus. Anyway, back to fucking Smooch. delicious smoothie. Yeah. They're branding sick. Super clean. So, it's it's meant to just burst onto the scene like fucking uh it's meant to just blow onto the scene, like blow out onto the scene. Blow so, out the seams. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so here are Here's the one thing that's going to make you super sad. Uh, I think I said smooge myself. <laughs> unlike mainstream hard seltzers, 
Smooge is made with real blended fruit for a smoothie-like texture and a full-flavored drinking experience. While most hard seltzers check in at 100 calories, Smooge's fan-favorite brands, Strawberry Banana and Pina Colada, check in at 240 and 297 calories, respectively, Boom. at a 5% ABV, but they come in at a nice $18, a four-pack of 12-ounce cans. Of 12-ounce cans. <laughs> so, Smooge founder and CEO Tommy Kennedy said that the goal was to, to invent an entirely new, totally irresistible category of beverage. And this is the part that's going to break my brain and heart. And maybe why Untapped isn't as good as you all think even though I do read the ratings every time. It is the top... sometimes good. It is the top-rated brewery in the world currently. Boo, boo, boo. Killing it. <laughs> Fucking killing it. Smooth yourself. So I had to look that up to find out what the F and have like just 10, under thousand ratings on, I think, right? Twelve thousand, twelve thousand, just under twelve thousand. <clears throat> overall rating, though, Josh, what was yours back in the day? Four or five? Ah, uh, well, I don't know. we're at. Th- I think we're at a four oh five now, but we got like a hundred and seventy thousand ratings. You know what I'm saying? Just kidding. <laughs> uh, no, that shit's insane. I literally looked at all their their ratings, like four point five, four four point six. I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ! And then I drank it, and I was like, Okay, yep, fucking polar seltzer mixed with the thickest pulp you could buy. Like, if you just went to the store and you're like, Can I have pulp, please? And just put seltzer in it. Four point two five. Four point two five is their check-in rating. You. Have don't sell yourself short. One hundred and eighty-six thousand check-ins at a four hundred at a at a four hundred five, but that is a fucking scene. We've been blown away by the response and are excited to introduce Smooge to new drinkers across the country. So where is it going? This is very funny. This is literally in beer uh, beer news. Daily, the BB or Beer Business Daily, BBD. So, so isn't the isn't the, the the wave of the consumer is a, a healthier beverage, and the the wave is going towards lower calories and seltzers, and they just they release a four pack in a twelve ounce can that has a thousand calories. So that four pack, if you drink all four, it's a thousand calories at twenty dollars. So what do you think how- a double IPA is you're drinking? Oh, I know. Yeah. I, I, I was like, wait, I, I, a double IPA is like 800 calories. Like, no, what are you I, talking I, about? I don't have a fucking problem with that. <laughs> like, I'm fine with it. <laughs> I am. No, well, a lot of people clearly are too. They're just like, fuck <laughs> it. <laughs> Except at least the double IPA gets you drunk. This is 5%. And it's like, yeah. No, it's 100%. 100%. It's like a milkshake. It's a milkshake smoothie. It's a yeah. milkshake. Well, I don't think it's smoothie. meant. I don't think it's meant. I think it's like the same when we would go, you know, to a bottle share and everybody's drinking fucking, you know, popping a bottle of angry chair and everybody's splitting it. I don't necessarily think it's meant to 
which that's why I'm not crazy about that 12 ounce format. I think it should be 16s, <clears throat> but I think uh, it's yeah. meant for people to split it and everybody should be like fucking sharing and trying and tasting it. But I don't yeah, know. But I, I, I think they want people to drink the shit out of this stuff. I yeah. honestly. We're, I've been trying to do something last fucking six months with this it's finally coming through but yeah we're like submitting the calories and i'm like 370 fucking calories in this 16 no, ounce can i'm like are people gonna be turned off by this and i don't i think people are gonna well, not. you can answer this is 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 it hard to make it shelf stable well we have pasteurizers so right no. how how are they doing it i have fucking zero idea because i know that like they're a smaller brewery they must have something that they're killing it off with, but uh, we're able to dump as much goddamn fruit as possible and then just kill it. Kill the yeast and be done with it, yeah. Yep. So before Locking I that flavor story, I'm going to go with my last one of the day. And guess what, bitches? Yeah, yeah. Your boy's all about the hype, too. I'm not drinking a seltzer, though. You sell out, Travis Scott. I'm drinking <laughs> Collective Arts Sparkling hard tea. Nice. It is a blueberry elderberry. This sparkling hard tea is brewed with delicate white tea leaves from the Fujian province in China. But it finds its thrill with a sweet tart boost of all natural (laughs) dried blueberries and just a tinge. All right, all right, all right. Is that a Trump (laughs) reference? Like, hold on, let's bring this back here, bud. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Threw a a curve there. I thought so. I thought you'd appreciate that. China. (laughs) China. All right, so you are clear hard, and too. definitely red and blueberry. It smells like straight blueberries when you pour it. Yo, so I'm pretty sure these are the dudes that brewed that Omnipoyo collab that I was just talking about, that fruit smoothie seltzer. Collective where, Arts? Are they, where are they based out of? Are they Canada? Yeah, Hammond. I think it's Hammond. or Ham- I'm sorry, Hamilton, Canada. It's just outside of Toronto. Well, yeah, I would assume it was near... It's not horrible. I like actually, it. it's it straight up does taste like tea. Like it doesn't taste like a seltzer. It tastes like a blueberry tea. And a, that's a good I'm, idea, so actually. Say, having some say fucking... it's not horrible. It's more like it doesn't suck, but I drink it. That's that's like, what I'm. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. If it's hot outside and it's like everybody's grabbing for these seltzer boys that I think taste trash, I would be like, "Yo, does anybody got like one of these? Because these, this is nice. Like it." Basically, just tastes like somebody put blueberries in my tea, and I'm Persian, and so get your flavors the f out of my tea. I'll just take tea, please, with some alcohol in it. Um, but yeah, it's it's nice. It's it's cool. I'll drink it. I'm non-discriminatory. If I go to somebody's house and they're having a fucking party, I will drink whatever the fuck they have and like it. Well, of course, dog. If it's free, it's for <laughs> me. But I'm just saying, like, yeah, come yeah. on. So what? The real- <laughs> You like that Sorry. one? Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, so what seltzers do you like? None. Is there any? Uh, uh, no. None. Hold on. I'm have not going to lie. I do. I have not had a smooth yet. Uh, I do like, and again, I know I'm a homer. The Cigar City seltzers are good. I, I, I kind of liked it. I, I thought they tasted actually like they're supposed 
Like, oh, a Myers, uh, you know, a Myers lemon. I know what a Myers lemon tastes like. It tastes like a Myers lemon. Oh, it's ruby red grapefruit. It tastes like ruby red grapefruit. Not like ruby red grapefruit medicine, which a lot of the self-teachers mm. taste like for me. Yeah, but dude, you could drink, like, honestly, if you're drinking, like, a soda or a seltzer, it's not hard to drink. It's all about your expectations. And I could drink that Travis Scott freaking seltzer all day long and be totally yeah. fine with it. You yeah, like Travis Scott, hit us up. Yo, Travis Scott, hit that like button, subscribe, <laughs> let's go. Smash. There it is, video. Let's all invest in Dogecoin and let's <laughs> fucking go. Mr. Mr. Scott, if you're watching. <laughs> we all love cactuses here, Mr. Scott. Let's cacti, bro. Cacti. We love cacti. <laughs> Yo, I'm gonna no, tag, I'm trying to incorporate I'm the brand. In this video. I'm going to tag him in this. Tag him like 15 <laughs> times every single time. He's like, yo, what the fuck is this? <laughs> they all give me heartburn, all those seltzers, like, bad. Look, that's what Pepsi AC's for. Ooh, yeah, that's true. I should just pop fucking, uh, I don't know. Like that wild basin, have you had those? I agree, dude. I don't like, I, I, I wouldn't drink them. I'd just rather them. not. I would rather drink a seltzer with some Tito's or some other vodka and be fine with it. You know, I I would, that's what I would rather do. Well, yeah, that's my problem. Like I would just, if I'm going to drink something like that, why the fuck wouldn't I just drink liquor? hundred percent. I'll just make a mixed drink. Yeah. Makes no sense. I don't know where Fraz went, but I just cracked an old uh, ESB from Dissolver. Damn. Dope, dope Down in uh, where they based out of North Carolina, Asheville. We did a collab with them. It's pretty good. Yeah, their their cans are fucking ridiculous though. It looks cool. Yeah, they sent me a bunch of. It was cool because they they sent me a bunch <laughs> of. Uh, Sorry. Weird old style beers like ESBs, and I think they sent me like brown ale and all this shit. And then it was like fucking marshmallow smoothie seltzer and then i was like it was the weirdest mixture of beer i've ever received but everything was good what's the actual what's its actual name josh uh nothing but love by dissolver got it all right let's see here it is exactly like you said we revived an old oh my god this one's three paragraphs josh yeah this doesn't surprise me you should we the collab we did with them was like three paragraphs long. They made the untapped for a description. Oh, like, that's that's Reapers Creepers, right? Reapers and Creepers, yeah. Yeah, I like that thing. Uh, we revived an old recipe. We were very excited to reintroduce the world to nothing but love, another love letter to the magnificent style that is ESP. Uh, the first time we released it almost a year ago, we brewed it on a pilot system that was a one-off that we ended up falling in love with. We originally brewed this beard with an overly complex blend of 100% English malt and pummeled it with an absurd amount of Fuggles and East Kent Golding in the world Whirlpool. This time around, we switched the base malt to a river brand of malt, Southern Select, imitating Golden Promise, slightly increased the specialty malts and bumped <coughs> up the, bodiness, the body for bitterness. For a tad more balance, we still absolutely demolished this almost three per three pounds per barrel in the whirlpool 
of Fuggles and East mm. Kent Golden. So don't worry. The result is a significantly more in the line with the true ESB. We're very happy about that. Rich, malty, hoppy in a very English way. Ultimately, very sessionable. Big notes of freshly toasted biscuits drizzled with orange marmalade and a fresh cup of English breakfast tea. An absolute face full of honeysuckle. Dude, how high was he when he wrote that fucking description? Like, yeah, I was thinking more in a line of mushrooms, but you know. <laughs> I sit here, write them. I'm like, uh, fucking brewed with uh, Enigma. And, yep. Yeah, I mean, all of those things. Delicious. Super so, nice, so like, ready, light, flaky. It's great. People so like respecting old school styles. When you use Fuggle and, and, and some of those hops like Fuggle in in the in the in the boil and you're you have such a high malt bill, you really don't get a whole lot out of it, right? It you don't get a lot of bitterness out of it. It's just a touch of bitterness. Am I right by saying that, Josh? I mean every time I've Yeah, because those aren't like super high alpha acid, right. which is like the bitter in so yeah, that's those are the hops that you want to use a lot of during the bitter. This is like super just caramely, clean, nice touch. Like that's crazy that they use that much hops hot side. That's insane that it tastes this clean. Cause it's just like a literal just kiss of bitter on the back end. This is nice. I, I it was awesome them sending me just like all this weird random shit because it was like stuff I haven't some a bunch of saisons and stuff that I you know nobody really makes anymore, uh, and they're very well executed. Saisons a great style too. I, I really I I love it, and it'll nobody, make a comeback. Nobody does them anymore. Uh, what's that? Forest and Maine. They fucking kill all of that. But all right, I gotta run to the bathroom. <laughs> I think uh, is actually. If I had to have like a drinking <laughs> where I gotta sit and just drink, if I'm not gonna drink like a session IPA because I'm a crazy hophead, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna drink an ESB. I, I agree with him. I mean, I also spent some time in England because I'm arrogant, and yeah, man, they don't mess around. You just you drink that shit and it's like kind of not that cold, and uh, yeah, it, you just drink them and just keep drinking them. And you just keep drinking. Yeah, I, I I think I think ESBs. I like all those old styles. I had an alt beer the other night. Somebody gave me a crowler from a local brewery that did an alt beer. And while it wasn't, you know, it was way too much caramelization and had some butteriness to it. I I do like that style outside of that particular beer, but I do enjoy those. Yeah, English English milds and uh, and like pub ales are some of my favorite oh, yeah. drinks. And Mui Mui from Bond Place is just my it's a, yeah. it's a drinker. It's 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 a there. So the definition of a uh, like an English strong bitter or a pub ale is supposed to be if you can drink five five. And still get off of your bar stool and walk home. That is supposed to be an English pub beer. 
And I appreciate that to the day I die because that's, that's I mean, I've done it and it's crazy and it's awesome. And I yeah, think as, on that bomb. As Americans, we go big or go home. Exactly. Yeah, I was going to say, what time frame are we talking about? I'll crush, <laughs> I'll crush, I'll crush five fucking double IPAs and still, still do the same. And still act like I can freaking rock it like anybody else. <laughs> I've been there. You can't. Um, all right. So, JJ, other than your Gruyere. Okay. So, first off, which beer paired best with your marbleized Gruyere? I would say the Weizenbach for sure. I mean, um, I, would want sharper, I would want a sharper cheese to, to cut the IPA. <clears throat> um, I think that, that, that cheese was perfect with the Weizenbach. All right. All right, Trevor, have we cooked with beer or have you paired anything lately that you were like, oh, yeah, what's up? Uh, no, not really, but I did drink I did drink a, a Trogue's Perpetual yesterday and uh, I haven't had one in a long time and it was, it was pretty darn good. If I remember, it's still the number one selling IPA in Pennsylvania, so okay. Yeah, it's, I, uh, yeah, it's, it's still, still good. Yeah, true. It's true. <laughs> Josh, what about yourself? Is that, an, is that an amber IPA or? That's nugget. That's nugget. <laughs> uh, I made some pretty baller ass tacos the other day. Uh, that would go really fucking well with this ESB. <laughs> I wish I did that. The fuck was I thinking? This was in my fridge. But uh, made like a cucumber salad with a shitload of cilantro. Put that on top of uh, some air fried <laughs> butcher box sirloin. Yo, what up, butcher box? Smash Yo, that did like. You button. the air fryer? Did you did the air fryer with the sirloin steaks? Oh my god, it's so good. Uh, we talked about that the other day, the other week. So good. Yeah. And literally, you can go like low and slow with it for like an hour, and it just fucking pulls apart. And yeah, I just. Literally just had like some sour cream and went and got some cucumbers and dill and just threw it in there. Yeah. So fucking good. Yeah, the air fryer does a steak half decent. I was shocked. It's a it's I love it. It's it's super easy to clean up and just like and any like takeout shit. It is better, I feel like when I when I throw it in the air fryer the next day, it's ridiculous. I love all the air fryer memes too. It's so fucking funny. Right, first off, I need you to uh, I need you to text my wife and tell her that we need an air fryer because I've been begging and she's been saying no. You, and, you don't uh, have an air fryer? You're no. a fucking loser. What I, is I, it 2021, I, dude? Jesus. Agreed. Agreed. Oh my god, that's like next. It's cheat codes for like leftovers it's not even fair I'm telling you all right i'm trying to think uh let's see this week i had a nice caves ripened cheese with a um with a good double ipa that i that i enjoyed i can't remember which goddamn one it was off the top of my head let me see hold on if i can remember hold on let me see if i can see the anyone? anyone 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 uh no anyone Anyone? <laughs> <laughs> it should be Bueller. 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 Uh, yeah. Uh, no, uh, I agree with you. It was a, it, it, I needed it sharper. And then we had a nice sharp cheddar next to that. And the sharp cheddar with the double IPA was 
But the cave ripe was really good. I drank a red ale from Lost Tavern, and that cave ripe and cheese went so well with it. And I think on the uh, the bombshell that uh, we all need to start drinking smoothie seltzers <laughs> with our cave ripe and cheese. Uh, luscious. <laughs> Coming soon, son. Coming soon. You don't even know. Holla at your boy. Holla at your boy. With that, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening or watching to Arrogance hey, and Ale. Hey, just subscribe. Like it. All that stuff that these hype guys do. I'm not going to be hype, but like it and subscribe, please. Take we those gorilla toes and fucking <laughs> mash that dime fist, you know? Let's go. Elon Musk, let's do this. <laughs> yeah. Go from good time. I, I would like <laughs> to be there. <laughs>